Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Aeronex podcast, your show about the changes in the maritime, shipping, and ocean space. My name is Craig Eason. I'm the owner and editor of the Fathom World website, which focuses on transformation and sustainable change, and I'm also an event developer and moderator. Now, in this past week, I've been in Turku in Finland. The city is home to a Navigate conference and exhibition, and it was here that I was moderating the ninth Intelligence Hunt competition. The Intelligence Hunt is a unique competition brings together shipping and maritime companies with groups of students, university students, who come together for three months to work on and solve challenges given them by those companies. In this ninth competition, seven companies gave challenges to seven teams. Each team has an experienced mentor to guide them. After working on their challenges for a couple of months, they came to Turku to present both the challenges and the solutions in front of an industry jury who then had to decide a winner. I was invited to come over and moderate the day and I got to hear from the seven groups of students who were challenges ranging from a port seeking new business ideas, a drone company looking to expand its business model, two projects looking on the future of fuel of shipping challenge and another one focused on cyber security. But the winning team was that which was given a challenge from the Finnish companies Meyer Turku, a shipbuilder, and the technology company Vatsila. Their challenge was to look at the development of a clean cruise ship from a life cycle perspective. A somewhat difficult challenge, you could say, in that it's something that the whole cruise industry, shipbuilders and architects, are themselves still trying to solve, but none have yet done so. So I sat down with three of the six students from the team who were at the event for the awards announcement, and I asked them about their work, about their takeaways from taking part in the intelligence hunt, and asked students how they think about the industry. So with me now is Jilnella Jalonen from Satokunta University of Applied Sciences in Finland, Jesse Jackson, who's studying at Strathclyde University in Scotland, and hopefully I'll get this right, Andre Marayu at Obo Academy University, again, here in Finland. The three of you are part of a team, and there were how many of you originally? Six. Six of you, okay. So we've only got three of you here, but never mind. You got given a task, and you were given two months to work on it, I think, roughly. Janella, when you got given this task, how much did you understand? What would you say your knowledge was? How did you understand the industry? That was a really good question because when I first got the task and the title, I was like, oh no, my my forte is far from this. So I have to keep working. I researched a lot about the maritime industry, the shipping industry in Finland, the new fuels that's happening, the trends. And I'm like, oh, well, now that I've worked hard for this, I now know how to talk to these people. I now know how to explain this certain topic properly. And I'm proud of myself for that. It's amazing. It gave you an opportunity to look at the cruise industry, look at also other aspects of the whole industry, because one of the elements that you're looking at when you look at a life cycle picture, obviously, is this transformation to new fuels. 
So, Jesse, as well as looking at the cruise industry, you had to look at the whole life cycle picture. Did it give you a strong understanding of what life cycle is? Do you think you're a step further in how you understand the whole industry? Yeah. So, yeah, the life cycle, as you said, it's like well, everything. So from the building stage all, <clears throat> all the way to the end where the ships are decommissioned in a, a boatyard and maybe scrapped. So, yeah, definitely give me insight on like across the wide board, because specifically I was focusing on how to reduce like the, the structure. Because if you have a lighter cruise ship, you, have, you just have less weight. That means we can push the boat faster, you know? So it definitely gave me an insight there. And also just learning from the other teams, like the new fuels that are coming about. Also just the um, different items that we can put onto the cruise ship that will help like make sure the cruise ship goes and have more efficient. It was really interesting. When, when you started looking at the detail within the project and you started going from the, from the steel and looking towards the fuels and the, that whole life cycle, were you surprised, Andre, I'm going to ask you this question, were you surprised just how much of a life cycle includes from the design stage all the way to the scrapping of the vessel and everything in between? Um, yes, I was uh, indeed very surprised, out of the fact that... Um when we, when we talk in within the team, we decide, okay, we should think about four phases. As my, my, my colleague said, uh, uh, the initial phase, when you're choosing the metal, and then you're, you're building blocks, all the way like to the operation phase, and another like phase which are like in within like this cycle, like design, of course, thinking about what customer needs, and also all the way to the end of the life cycle. Yeah, and in this, there are very, various operations that are happening various operations which can all the time be tweaked. If we are thinking this year, we're having some ideas. Next year, they, there can be new ideas and so on. All of those are coming finally to the bigger purpose, to the regulations. Regulations that finally need to be followed. And those regulations, of course, they also change. So the industry needs to, to, to be guided by the regulations and to comply to them. With a life cycle picture, Andre was talking there about regulations. But Gilnello, when it comes to the cruise industry, it's one of the few shipping industries, I'd say, that is consumer-focused. A lot of shipping itself is hidden behind this business-to-business, -business, you know, tankers and oil, uh, gas carriers or bulk carriers. It's business-to-business. -business. But the cruise industry, with their gleaming white, or these days not so white, they've all got many different colors on them. But my point is it's focusing towards the consumer who buys into a cruise. When you looked at this, have you looked at what you would say could call the, the, the appetite for cleaner, greener cruising? The appetite? Hmm. Like I have researched that apparently 87% of people are willing to travel green. That's, that's a research. And I'm like, well, people are interested on, on it already. So that's a really good step to move forward because you wouldn't have a hard time marketing this green, fuel, this green vessel. People will go there. And I think it's just a matter of time until big cruises and big companies started following it towards greener, um, the greener way. Did you, did you also look at the opportunities you've got there, not just of building a clean ship, you know, starting from scratch, but when you're looking at life cycle, you've got a lot of ships that are, that are currently in the water. Has your research taken into account what we do with the existing ships to make some of them cleaner, improve their life cycles of the ships that we've already got in the water. Yeah, so that was definitely an aspect we also looked at. And there is 
different additives we can put on such as like stuff on the propellers that enables like a better what's um enables the propeller to have more efficiency which in turn equals better fuel economy and all that also like one of the major thing was we can refit them like with new technologies it might take a little bit of time but is we if we're going to need to buy by the rules you're gonna have to do that and also we also looked into also how what you do after this like cycle of accretion because there's many things you could do like different things like turn it into a storage storage facility so it's not just about the cruise itself but when it's done we can like turn it into something very useful so as in like there's actually a cruise ship here that was turned into um uh what's a hotel so that's one option and there's many others like sinking it for a dive site which makes an artificial reef and yeah how do you see this helping you this whole competition then helping you moving forward you've got two months left or i'm sorry a month left i think isn't it or two weeks i can't remember where you're going to be continuing to work on this project beyond this you've won the prize but it doesn't stop now you've got other work that you still need to do does this give you a taste for actually working in this industry does it giving you the um the confidence that you know this industry needs this level of change and you are the kind of people that we're looking for i think that yes this uh, this competition gives us an idea basically about what what can 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 come up later um in within our team we're already having some made up plans about delivering a document actually about ev- every detail that we already talked about is going to be like of course with some numbers so the companies and everyone every parties that are in within this are going to know about anything and as well as also with a final like presentation of our findings because the most important for the companies is to see real results numbers how, how much coming back how much reductions can we finally achieve by different components what's the bigger picture what was the total that you can reduce when thinking either about like present ships or either thinking about like some new vessels and of course what what is extra besides all of those innovations when thinking about innovations the possibilities are endless just it's just the most important is for for uh, companies to give a bit of trust to 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 try it to test it to see maybe it's going to work out how much longer do you have at Orbo University when do you graduate from there I am planning to graduate at Obo Academy in the next spring. I'm in the final year of my doctoral studies. I'm currently writing my thesis on condition monitoring of marine marine engines of the the cruise ships. And um yeah, that that's that's my my plan for for the next period. And you Jesse, how long have you got left at Strathclyde and uh, what are you hoping to take out of it? What are you doing what are you focusing on? So uh I actually was started as a yacht designer at Solent University and now I'm continuing to study a masters in advanced naval architecture and I'm due to graduate in September so it's it was only a one year course and then after that uh there's endless possibilities I'll just be floating around and see what happens And what about you how long have you got left at where was it Satakunta University I I still have to uh to and a half years to complete my studies. I have a background in hotel and restaurant management and I jump into engineering and I'm like, let's do this. Now I'm like, yeah, I'm suddenly in a maritime industry. My main focus at the moment is supply chain and logistics, but now I'm like, well, why not? I'm I've already diving deep into this. Why not keep 
Now obviously one of the elements about the project is the team were given a challenge, this time by two companies, Mera Turku and Vatila Voyage. Ilka Ritkela from Mea Turku, hello, welcome. Nice to meet you. You set a challenge for this team of six students. Can you tell me a little bit about why you chose the challenge of life cycle assessment and looking at green cruising and the future of the, of the industry? Why did you give the students a challenge which, let's face it, nobody really knows the answer to at the moment? Yeah, that's you're absolutely right there. Nobody really knows the answer how to, how to make this happen. And that's why we gave it to the students, because we always uh, need new uh, and bright young minds to, to uh, of course, uh, uh, work on these type of challenges. And uh, I'm really happy about the results, and, and uh, you really get, get to in the, into the uh, core of this, this, this challenge. And uh, now we have a good list of motivators and, and, and um, all, all the surroundings in place, and, and I'm really busy the rest of the project to see, see that what, what you're coming up to and I'm, I'm really happy how, how you how you did this because uh, I haven't been there for you all the time so so uh, you have really done great with with, with, uh, with a very very experienced mentor of course coming here to Turku to take part in the intelligence hunt nine final was the first time that the three of you um, and one other that had to leave to the airport already and the other two team members um, really got a chance to meet all the four of you got a chance to meet before that you were all meeting on zoom weren't you you did everything on zoom so how did you find that how did you find working on zoom um, with the mentor uh, that you had um, and with the two case study representatives the two biz business representatives from Vartilla and um, Mayor Turku how did you find working on zoom and trying to keep the enthusiasm? So firstly, it was a bit challenging, especially to come up with times because I'm currently in Scotland and there's another guy that was in Scotland as well. And then the rest are in Finland. So we had a bit of time difference, but um, thanks to uh, Ackman, he perfectly arranged everything. So it was always a, a time set we got in and everyone was pretty much there on top, majority on time. So, um, but on Zoom, it was, quite different but I guess now it's a new reality because since COVID we've been meeting a lot more on Zoom not just this project but other group projects for my course and and on my old course so it's pretty much the norm now is meeting on Zoom it's there's benefits of course is we don't really actually need to be in a physical room technically we're in a virtual room and there's drawbacks as in you can't really see people and interact but you got to take the good with the bad you know well, I guess also, I, I've been in a ship designer where they have these virtual design rooms and uh, they have a design, they have a, a naval architect here in Europe, I was in one in Denmark, and they had a naval architect in Denmark and another naval, naval architect in Shanghai. And they actually met in the 3D design of a vessel that they were putting together and walked around the vessel. And that for me was just like, oh, this is a eureka moment. This is a fantastic example of where technology and that remoteness of, when, of being able to work together um, kind of came in hand in hand. So it must be quite inspiring for you as newcomers into the industry coming out of university in two years or later this year or next year to actually think about what the potential is, what you've got in front of you, the tools 
that you've got. A, you said you were, Jesse, you said you're doing naval architecture. Yeah. I mean, the tools that you've got to do naval architecture now must be absolutely fantastic. It must be like taking part in a sort of video game almost. Yeah, so uh, there's many different softwares out there that we use. Particularly, we use Rhino for like 3D design. And also, that's really cool because you actually get to see a 3D picture. Rhino's not really into like a virtual like where you can walk around it but it's really good for like students and just designing also the way you can analyze stuff using ANSYS and like seeing how the water flows across the cruise ship in like the middle of the Atlantic that is amazing so some of the, the software programs out there are like unbelievable and they're really accurate to like the milligram so uh it's just uh, getting to learn them and whatever the company uses you gotta just work with that and with technology getting better, we're going to have better technology and more programs and certain softwares are going to expand. So, But there's some major players in there like Rhino, ANSYS to analyze and various other ship programs that you can analyze the hull, the structure, how it, how the uh, cruise ship or ships would be in, like, uh, in the environment. So it's pretty cool, actually. And what do you see about the level of technology coming into this industry as a newcomer stepping into it and uh, seeing how technical it is and the advances. Do you think we're, the industry is picking up on all the digital tools that uh, are available? I'm actually quite fascinated. When I went around the conference area, this convention, I'm like, I did not know that's how you build the ship from everything, the tubes, the piping system. It's so complicated, it's so complex. But thankfully, since I'm already on my path to engineering, I'm, we are studying this kind of system, so I will have a deeper understanding sooner. Like we will have this subject where we make 3D and 2D CAD, where you can make, um, re, where you can draw something. And I think that's a good step for me. I, I already have an idea of what I will do. Janela Jalonen, Jesse Jackson, Andre Morario. Thank you very much for letting me have time to have a chat with you. Congratulations on winning today. All the best for the uh, the next two weeks or month when you're putting the final touches to the project to hand over to uh, Maya Turku and Vatsila Voyage. And good luck with your careers. I'm sure they're going to be prosperous and I'm sure they're going to be great, but uh, all the best and thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Thank you. Thank you. That was three of the six members of Team Newton, as they call themselves, talking to me in the Navigator Exhibition Hall, where they had just found out that they had won the latest Intelligence Hunt competition. That's it for this episode of Aronex. Please do remember to check out our other episodes, as well as to like and follow this podcast to get notifications of when other episodes go live. Also, don't forget to visit Fathom world check out our archives and subscribe to get our regular newsletter so you get updates into your inbox until the next time goodbye